0: My Ayun tag and Buenos Dias. If I knew anything in French, <laughs> I would greet you good morning. If I knew anything in German, I would greet you good morning. I know one or two phrases in three languages. That's it. So, good morning. Man, I don't know about you. It's cold in Thomasville. I just looked. It's 52 degrees i'm not complaining i'm not complaining i'm just making us comment that it's 52 degrees so um i know i'm all over the place i was kind of early yesterday because i woke up way early i'm a little bit later today and so like nobody knows exactly when i'm gonna come on um most of you watch these uh later in the day anyway and so sometimes i'll share a brief word or two or sometimes a lengthy word or two uh, and just four or five of you are with me and then some of you uh, apparently a good bit of folks are coming back watching later so anyway if you're watching now go ahead and hit the uh, thumbs up or i'm here or make a comment or something gonna be in psalm 25 today psalm 25 is one of my favorite psalms i know i know i can hear you You say well you know you say that about every every third day or so that's my favorite psalm or john was one of my favorite books or jonah is one of my favorite books And, and it really is because the thing about scripture is scripture god's word meets us where we are um it's interesting, it's a little side note. I'm preaching, I've shared a few times, I'm preaching verse by verse through the book of Jonah on on Sunday mornings. And it's amazing, you know, when you start thinking about the book of Jonah, it's about God giving a man a second chance. But it's amazing how the book of Jonah is really more about God than it is Jonah. It's really more about God than it is the big fish and all that. And it's just amazed me the last two months. At I'll look at a scripture, I'll prepare a message and go, man, you know, um, I just don't know how that's going to speak to people. And like it speaks to people like crazy because, because God knows where every person is in their own life, their own situation, and I don't. And so my responsibility, and you, if you're giving out God's word, is just to release the word of God. Uh, God's Word Jesus says is a seed and so we're supposed to sow seed and then God told Isaiah that his word would not return unto him void or empty uh, when it goes out so anyway Psalm 25 today this is another Psalm of David Uh, it's very clear that David wrote this Psalm when he was in a difficult time in his life Um, at minimum he was under a lot of stress if you're under a lot of stress raise your hand welcome to the human race remember jesus said in the world there's going to be tribulation so life really life really and i've been saying this in the book of jonah life is stressful um life is about storms we're either in a storm coming out of a storm or going into a storm seems like that's that's been my life since I can remember. You know what? If you're honest, I'm not being a masochist. But if you're honest, that's been your life too. You're either going into a storm, you're full-fledged in a storm, or you're coming out of a storm and you're taking your breath because you're going into another storm. That's the nature of the world. That's the nature of the world. So remember what Jesus said, be of good cheer, he's overcome the world. And he's equipped us to be overcomers. So David's life was, uh, and, and, and uh, some of it was his own doing. Some of it he was reaping what he had sown. Scholars believe in Psalm 25, he was in distress. He was stressed. And um, some believe that this was a result of his um, uh, sin with Bathsheba, the adultery, which led to murder which led to ultimately his son Absalom coming against him and trying to take the kingdom. And so some people believe this might have been written during this time, or it might have been written when, um, when um, Saul was trying to kill David. Uh, nonetheless, it was in a distressful time. So David says in Psalm 25, just listen to this and I'll make a few comments. Uh, oh Lord, I give my life to you. I trust in you, my God. Do not let me be disgraced. Now listen, listen. He was concerned about being disgraced. Do not let me be disgraced or let my enemies rejoice in my defeat. No one who trusts in you will ever be disgraced. But disgrace comes to those who try to deceive others. Now he mentions disgrace again later in... um, Verse number 20. So he's concerned, <coughs> as his enemies are coming against him, he was concerned that he did not fall into disgrace. So basically, when you when you start breaking this psalm down, uh, and this will apply to you and me, if you're going through a time of stress, okay? If you're going through a time of stress, if not, take note, because stress is coming. Bam! Say, way to encourage me there, Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. If we know that life is stressful, I mean, Job said, man born of woman, which would be all of us, is of few days and full of trouble. (laughs) That's Job's conclusion. Everybody that's born lives a short life and our lives are full of trouble. So we navigate through the trouble so we can come out on the side of victory. So so basically what David is doing is, in his time of stress, his time of trouble, David begins this psalm reminding himself that his confidence is in the Lord. Even when the enemy is coming against him. Remember, listen to what he says. Listen, listen, listen. Oh Lord, I give my life to you. So I would say for us, when we recognize the stress, when we recognize the trouble, when we recognize the difficulty, When we're aware of that, give our life to the Lord. I'm not talking about being saved, if you're already saved. I'm talking about, I'm not somebody getting saved again. I'm talking about release and God, my life is yours. You are my Lord, you're my savior. I belong to you. Remember yesterday, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Remember I was sitting back on my porch, I said the trees belong to the Lord, the Lord belongs, I mean the birds belong to the Lord. If you're a child of God, you belong to him. So he expresses his confidence in the Lord. And then he makes a shift. Then he calls on the Lord. Listen to verses 4 through 7. Show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth. Teach me. For you are the God who delivers me. All day long I put my hope in you. So he's showing his confidence again. Remember, O Lord, your compassion and unfailing love which you have shown from long ages past. Do not remember the rebellious sins of my youth. So so he's going back. I did have some sins, Lord. Don't remember those. Remember me in the light of your unfailing love, for you are merciful, O Lord. So David shifts there. Did you see the shifting? He moves from expressing his confidence in the Lord to calling on the Lord in his trouble. Then he weaves back in, to confidence in the Lord that the Lord forgave him earlier. Now we don't have time for this, but in there's another shifting in verses eight through ten. So in this, so watch the shifting here. Okay, he expresses confidence in the Lord. Today, there, you conf- are you confident in the Lord? Yes, he expresses, Lord, I'm confident in you. I belong to you. Then he calls to the Lord out of his confidence. Lead me, show me, point me, teach me. And then he moves into declaring the character of God. He he, here's some of the things he says in the following verse. God, you're good. You give direction. You do what's right. You lead. You're my friend, and I'm your friend, and you keep covenant. That's what he says. That's the character of God. Now watch this. It's the same God. I love that song, don't y'all, by is it Maverick City? Same God. Same God. Watch this. God, you're good. God, you guide. God, you do right. God, you lead me. God, you keep covenant with me. God, you're my friend. That's the God we serve. So watch now. Watch now. In his trouble, he he puts his focus on the Lord. I have confidence in you. He expresses his heart, calls out to God. God, show me. Point me. Lead me. Teach me. Help navigate. You navigate me through this difficult time. Why? Because you're good. You guide You always do right. You're my friend. You lead. You keep covenant. Then at the tail end, watch this, at the tail end, he wiggles back around into calling on the Lord again. He's already called on the Lord once. Now he calls on him again. And he says, watch this, he says, have mercy on me. Deliver me. Forgive me. Protect me. Then verse 20, do not allow me to be disgraced. So, Here's what I want you to see. In your time of trouble, seek the Lord. That's what he did. He trusted God because he knew God would not disappoint him. He was reminded of God's goodness, faithfulness, favor, and mercy. And then he saw the blessings of serving the Lord. So want to give you like a, a, quick, a, a, quick, a, a quick personal story um, that I hope will encourage you of how God used Psalm 25 to change my life. It's about 25 years ago. Uh, we were, our church was in the process of, uh, relocating, selling one property, buying another property. Um, everyone in the church was, it was just some upheaval in the church because that was a major, major deal. And, um, some, there was just, there was just, I, I knew that there was going to be some, um, challenges and stress in the church whether we moved or whether we didn't move and if we were going to move I knew that I needed as a pastor to see it through and during that time there were um, several opportunities uh, that I didn't go looking for several opportunities of churches that were contacting me and making offers for me to leave Thomasville and become their pastor it's like 25 years ago 26 years ago and so I was torn you know looking at these other offers and and then trying to figure out you know about our church relocating and and all that so I knew that I I, I knew hey baby so I knew that I need to hear from the Lord to know if I need to listen to these other churches um, or see it through here in Thomasville so um i i went into a season of um fasting seeking the lord and praying um fasting is a spiritual discipline that jesus even commended if you don't have a time of fasting in your life even if it's like one a a meal or two here or there or a day a month or something like that i really challenge you to make fasting part of your spiritual discipline anyway so i was in the I was moving into the third day of a fast. And I remember getting up one morning. um, I'm pretty sure it was a Wednesday morning. And, okay, I am not, look at me. Hey, Rosie. Hey, babe. Uh, No, I'm talking about the Vicky baby, but hey to you, Rosie. And so I remember, I'm not telling you to do this. I'm not saying do this, okay? I just did it. I remember saying to the Lord, Lord, I'm not going to put another piece of food in my mouth until I hear from you. And I had no idea what I was praying. I didn't think it through. Like, what if I didn't hear from the Lord for three days? What if I didn't hear from the Lord for five days? What if I didn't hear from the Lord for a week? What if I didn't hear from the Lord for 40 days? What if I didn't? So this was the third day and uh, i seeking the Lord. And I said, Lord, I'm not going to put another piece of food in my mouth until I hear from you. Anyway, so I'm laying on the bedroom floor reading through the Psalms. I've told y'all before that the Psalms are my go-to. It seems like every emotion and every stage of life that we go through, somebody in the Psalms already has gone through that and writes it for our encouragement and challenge. So anyway, I'm laying on the floor. Watch this. And I'm reading Psalm. Rosie, I see you listening. I'm reading Psalm 25. And I get to that point where David expressed confidence in the Lord. And I didn't know I was doing this, but I'm just telling the Lord, all right, Lord, you got this, you've got me, I'm yours, you'll never leave me. You're never." I'm, I'm quoting God's word as I'm praying back to him. And then I get to verse number four. Show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long I put my hope in you. Remember, Lord, your compassion and unfailing love. Do not remember the rebellious sins of my youth. I'm going through all that, and I don't mean out loud, but as clear as I've ever heard the Lord, um, I heard this, plant in Thomasville, if you ever move, I'll move you. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just reading, and I'm praying, lead me, uh, watch, I read it now, show me, point me, lead me, teach me. I'm reading that from David, and I'm praying, I'm praying the scripture, and I hear, plant in Thomasville, if you ever move, I'll move you. So then I go to Vicki, and I went, hey, I think the Lord just spoke to me. And she said, well, what did he say? And I told her, and and so she she said, I, I, I believe that was the Lord. I believe that was the Lord. So so there was a shifting in my life because I heard the Lord, and I didn't know what the future was going to hold, but I knew who held the future. Woo, that'll preach right there. And then I, I think it was the next day, uh, Miss B.J. Bannister, uh, who is with the Lord now, she calls us on our old school, remember those old telephones you used to have with the cord coming out then? She calls us and says, hey, you're going to be home? We said, yeah. So she pops by and she said she was at Walmart that day, which was the day after I heard that from the Lord. And she said, I was in Walmart and the Lord spoke to me and told me to get this for you. And it was a stepping stone. You know those, um, you know what a stepping stone is, right? I think it was an octagon stepping stone. And she goes, the Lord wanted me, the Lord told me to buy this and give it to you. And on the stepping stone was hand-painted, bloom where God plants you. Oh, my goodness. So we put the stepping stone. It's still at our house. The, the paint's rubbed off and all that from stepping on it so much time. And and I think that was the way the Lord was confirming to Vicky and me that he'd spoken. He said, why did he tell me that? Because when you're in distress, when you need guidance, please remember... We, we've already covered this a couple times back in Psalm 1. Uh, David said, you know, David was getting counsel to flee to the mountains like a bird. And he goes, no, no. Hey, Brother Alvin, the blessed man does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. When you need to hear the Lord, listen to me. When you need to hear the Lord about your future, when you're going through a challenging time, when it's a distressful time, when it's a stressful time, everybody's got advice for you. I don't mean close out godly people. I didn't close out my wife. Like, I know she hears the Lord. But we need to learn to hear the Lord for ourselves. And so David did that. So cry out to the Lord, especially, like, maybe you have some decisions to make about your job, your career, your family, uh, your ministry, whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is. Put your confidence in the Lord. Call into him. Live and depend on His character. Keep calling unto Him; He'll answer you. Now, here's one more final encouragement, okay? Because this just leapt out at me. This is for somebody. Um, this is for somebody, okay? Um, while He's, while David is speaking of the character of the Lord, He says, "Who are those who fear the Lord? He will show them the path they should choose." So, if you fear the Lord, I don't mean like... Uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A healthy fear of the Lord. and honor, respect, walking in awe of the Lord. Hey, Liz. Who are those who fear the Lord? He will show them the path they should choose. You see that? God will show you. If you fear the Lord, God will show you. Watch this. But that's not all it says. Watch this. They will live in prosperity. Remember... John prayed that we would experience, we would prosper spirit, soul, and body. God wants to prosper us to live in wellness. Watch this. They will live in prosperity and their children will inherit the land. Hey, I see more of y'all popping on right here. Watch this. Watch this. One of the um, motivations, if you're a parent, one of, watch this, one of the motivations I want to encourage you to have to walk in holiness and purity and the fear of the Lord is it'll bless your children. Go back and read the Psalms and Proverbs how occasionally the writers will weave in about the blessings, watch this, that will come upon your children when you follow the Lord, your children when you fear the Lord. So here it says their children Will live in prosperity and possess the land. Whatever that means, I know it's good. So, so for those of us that are parents, one of the motivations we should have, I believe, for walking in the fear of the Lord is to fear the Lord's beginning of wisdom. But watch this: God blesses our children. Like, don't you want your children to be blessed? God will bless our children when we walk in the fear of of the Lord. Now that works in many ways. When we walk in the fear of the Lord, then God shows us how to train our children. God shows us how to minister to our children. I'm getting sidetracked here, okay? Psalm 25 is loaded. It's it's more loaded than the loaded uh, the loaded potato. at the you ever had the loaded sweet potato at Cracker Barrel? Yeah, it's got like butter, whipped cream, pecans, maple syrup. If you ever had that, it will like absolutely You got Jesus will change your life, and then the loaded sweet potato at Cracker Barrel. But it's in that order. Jesus, the loaded sweet potato at Cracker Barrel. Mm -hmm. God's Word will change your life more than that loaded sweet potato. And then... There's just lots of blessings for serving the Lord. So and I got to go here. I see that, Brother Alvin. Thank you for shouting me down, Brother. Psalm 25 is loaded more than that sweet potato. Spend some time today, maybe t- some time tonight. Dissect it, man. There's like way more there than we have time for right here. Hey, if these videos are blessings, send a thumbs up. If they're not a blessing, you can send a thumbs down. It'll be all right. I'll unfriend you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If you're being mean to me now, if you have been mean to me, I might unfollow you for a little bit um anyway hey y'all be blessed walk in the fear of the lord and remember who god is i see a baby saying hallelujah y'all hey y'all go to work y'all go to work